ladies and germs, ladies and gentlemen, guys, 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 guys. I know I say this every time. Hey guys, hello guys. Hey guys, no, I don't say hey guys. That's not me. What's up? It's your boy Samaj, and you're listening to the Me I Am podcast, season one, canceled. So without further ado, please welcome the one, the only Annabelle DeSisto and Mr. Jeff Epstein. Let's do it. All right, guys. So it's a very special day here at the podcast. Um, you know, things start, things end, and it's the end. This, you're right. This is the season one finale of the show. So thank you all for listening all this far along. Thank you for your comments, your questions, your concern, your shade, your impolite comments, your polite comments, all the comments, all the text. I appreciate it. And I wanted to look back on my life and look back on my time with this show. So I have on today two very special guests who I think are just amazing at what they do. They're also in the podcast space and they are going to talk to me and tell me the things that they wish someone told them when they started out on their journey. So without further ado, I'm so honored, so grateful and so happy to introduce you to the captains of chaos, wow. <laughs> the one, the only, Annabelle DeSisto and Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Hello, guys. Wow. The, the captains of chaos is the best introduction I've ever had. I was going to say, I'm like, that's better than any <laughs> intro I've ever given on my podcast ever. That was amazing. <laughs> you mean, hello, kittens. Welcome back to Adderall and Compliments. Yes. <laughs> I fucking Sorry. love Adderall and compliments. I love that show. It is so good. <laughs> Sorry, so, guys, tell your listeners that I'm ill. So, yes, Jeff is sick, and Jeff's going to tell Definitely you. And physically. He will cover all his illnesses and his intros. So, Jeff, please introduce yourself. <laughs> so my name's Jeff. Um, I'm not doing well. And, um, you know, in that current climate, I do have a cough, I do have a stuffy nose, and my voice sounds less than ideal. So Annabelle will be doing most of the talking, which I know is extreme, but here we are. (laughs) Doing most of the talking, even if you were in perfect health. So it's really no difference. The woman is always carrying the team, guys. Exactly. (laughs) Annabelle, tell us who you are. (laughs) Fashionably, doing it in fashion, yes. Thank you for noticing. Yes, right now I am wearing a mock turtleneck from (laughs) Old Navy. Did you get that from from the Matt James section? (laughs) Exactly. It's very, it's limited edition. The Floor Obama Shore section. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I wanted to dress up for this. Uh, Thank you so much for having us. I'm very, very excited. And I'm a huge fan of your Twitter account. Oh, oh my god thank you i don't even use it but thank you i appreciate that <laughs> he's like i don't um, even have a <laughs> i don't even use it i have one but i'm mostly retweeting and hate scrolling and uh looking to see who's uh being messy because there's always someone who thinks you're not watching and i'm the person who's always watching you're always watching yeah you're lurking, like <laughs> lurking in the my comments. probation officer so <laughs> i heard <laughs> Like his probation officer. So speaking of your officer, what does your officer think about your podcast? Well, it's a form- former. We're no longer on probation. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, No, she, she never knew about it. Thank God. I always wondered if she would see this or she would see my Instagram or anything like that, but they never knew. 
Um, but I feel like she did get a flavor for my flair when I once showed up to probation soaking wet off a plane from Miami. Um, and so I think that's all she needed to see. That really does put it all together. So, man. Oh, by the way, I went there for a bridal, or I went there for a funeral, and I showed up drunk, soaking wet in the winter. I mean, that's a mood, a vibe, and an aesthetic all wrapped into one. And that is very on brand for the title of his podcast, Manic. So, you can tell us about Manic. <laughs> on an- Wait, I on. thought it was, I was very on brand for it being in Florida. I was like, absolutely. It's totally okay to show up to it <laughs> in a being wet in board shorts. Which Jeffrey always is in. I was in jeans. His signature oh. look. <laughs> okay. Which we love. That's a, that's a really threw her off. If you want to talk about throwing <laughs> off my probation officer, she's like, he's in soaking wet jeans. He's, re- he's wearing pants. You dress better for someone dead than anyone you ever see alive. <laughs> I've never seen him in real pants. <clears throat> okay. Disrespect yeah, so- aside. Um, no, so Manic is, um, what was the question? Tell, just tell us about Manic. What is Manic? Oh, Manic. Um, so Manic was once Pop Goggles, and then it shifted. Actually, it happened one of the times when Annabelle and I did an episode together, and I titled it Manic, and I was like, oh my God, this energy is out of control. Um, we both should be committed. And I'm like, I have been committed. And uh, I, th- I thought it would be a great title. And so what, sh- what started as more of like a pop culture esque situation has shifted into like ah, sorry oh my god sorry 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 it's okay no you're good cough it out um now you kind of talk about whatever i feel like it's still rooted in pop culture and my interest because a lot of my interests kind of float around there but there's also a lot of kind of you know delinquency yes um you know shenanigans not to be confused with shenanigans by sheena I mean, we wait. love clarity. We we love clarification. So yes, not to be confused. So wait, <laughs> no disrespect to that wonderful production, but um, no disrespect, none. You're I, not a cheater brand. Not a cheater brand. No, um, so there's a lot. It's a lot of chaos. A lot of like I said, crazy stories. A lot of drugs. A lot nostalgia. Of there's a lot of nostalgia, which I really enjoy. A lot of nostalgia because all of my my mind is not here. Um, it's still 2004 for you, right? <laughs> it's still 2004. That's right. You look at my Twitter. And yes. so, um, again, what was the question? It's so great. Um, so, Annabelle, can you tell us about Adderall and compliments in a few words? Sure. Um, my podcast started, I cannot believe, in July. I think it will be five years, which... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I was like, oof. <laughs> five years and you're only this far? Five years strong. <laughs> I know it's aging horribly. It's it's aging and like in dog years. Um, uh, I didn't know what it was originally going to be, and um, still up to date. I still don't know. When you actually sent us the kind of idea questions for yeah. this podcast and things that you're going to come up, like things that you were going to cover, I texted Jeff. I was like, "Wow, these are really good ideas." I feel like these are ideas or questions that my Thank therapist. You ask me and i'm like i have no idea like where where do you see your show going what are you doing through your life i'm like oh just like with my high school guidance counselor it's like i i don't i don't know i don't know question marks um to be continued (laughs) but um i originally started it as just talking with my friends i didn't think anyone would listen to it i did it um out of hitting complete like rock bottom 
And I was so like horribly depressed that I like couldn't leave my apartment. So I decided if I did a podcast, um, when I say I decided, my stage mom decided <laughs> I would do a podcast. Yeah. And then she was like, well, that will be at least one day a week. You get out of your apartment and go see one of your friends. So that's why like the first year of the podcast, the episodes are like three and a half hours because it was the only time I was out. I was like on self-imposed house arrest where I was like, yeah. I'm out. I'm seeing someone. I'll just get all of my thoughts out right now. So it's like it, the first year was kind of just me having like brunch with my like with one of my best friends that we just happened to be recording. You can't yeah. afford brunch, first of all. Yeah, oh. it was with no food and I wasn't drinking then. Um, probably would have been way better episodes. But yeah, just okay. I, secondly, I also thought, I thought Rock Bottom was two years ago. Well, yeah, the first time yeah, I started right. this podcast, I thought I had hit absolute rock bottom. Yeah. You know what? Don't count Doesn't yourself mean- out because you can always do more. Wherever <laughs> you think that you've like hit your limit, you're like, I can push myself. I can push myself farther. And in my case, I'm like, I pushed myself farther down. I thought I had hit rock bottom. No, rock bottom then turned into, you know. Sky's the limit for me. Where <laughs> I hit real, real rock bottom depression two years ago, but overachiever. I love it. She just yeah, keeps but, going. Yeah, but the first time it started a podcast. So and you have to say when they go low, we go lower. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Gandhi said that, right? Was that Gandhi? <laughs> Correct. Karen Huger or Annabelle? One Karen. of them. Yeah. MJ. I don't know. Um, okay. So <laughs> was that, what was the question? I'm not, Jeff at least have an ex- has an excuse. He's sick. I was just yeah. like, no, I think you both answered that question. Um, you know, I'm also, <laughs> I'm also going to be jumping all over the place guys. Like in addition to me wrangling two guests, which I have not done before previously. I don't think I have. Um, I'm also very much serious. Wrangling to patients, really. <laughs> two patients. Say, two, two guests, 18 personalities. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why this is going to be the best episode yet to date. So, you know, season two, I mean, I don't, I don't know how, to, how I'm going to top this, but <laughs> one can hope. Um, so I think you're doing great. God, I, I want to listen to this episode just to get tips from you. You're doing so much. I can't believe this is your first season. Thank like you. I said, this will be my fifth year in July. And I'm like, huh, I really wish I had your. I <laughs> uh, no, your show is amazing. I'm so glad I started listening to it because I've had nothing but gems. Just every episode has been a gem. I mean, you literally convinced me to go buy a book. I haven't done that in months. So. Oh my God. Yeah. I bought um, 20 guys you date in your twenties after the how to lose oh, your guy in 10 days series. Oh, Gabby will be so happy. Oh, yes. oh. Oh, you thank can, you. So much. <laughs> if and you want, <laughs> yeah, oh if you want, God. you can take um, a screenshot for her. I'm going to put it up to the camera. Yeah, I did actually purchase <gasps> 20 guys you date in your 20s. Oh my God, that's it's actual like proof. Oh my God. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, you you didn't just lie just to make me feel better, which I've no. been totally okay Wait, with. Can I uh, read that too, please? Sure. I think I can just give you like my Apple password and you can read it that way. Oh, I'm more of a hard copy kind of guy, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the book for like me. Hard doing hard intense <laughs> things. Right. I also I don't I don't own whatever electronic device you're reading. Hey, hey, hey! You're not getting another book till you finish the Wendy Williams book. Okay, actually, so my sister was so excited about the book because I was like, guys, we're getting another autobiography, blah, blah, blah. Do you realize that you sent me her romance novel and not her autobiography? Yes, I told you I was sending you her romance novel. She did say that on the show. Thank you. Thank you. 
She did. I thought it was I the out of I have audio receipts. I have, I have, he is, I have verbal confirmation. I told you, I was sending you her romance novel, Hold Me in Contempt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would like it. It has to do with court, something you're very familiar with. <laughs> My sister was like, what the hell is this? This is an autobiography. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's Wendy's. And she's like, no, Hold Me in Contempt. <laughs> I, I, didn't like, know I was just autobiography. Oh my God. Sorry. Somebody's knocking at the door, I think. Hello? The fifth floor of this Marriott is. Jeff, don't. Not the Marriott. Room service. Do not even try to <laughs> act fancy like this. No, if anything, he's probably just trying to get out the show, which I understand because this is a lot going on here. This is like a circus. And Ooh, I love no, it. No, it's not. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. You know, check it out. Oh, my God, bathroom lighting. We love bathroom hotel lighting. Jeff is, uh, I think this is just ingrained in Jeff because of the places he's lived, where anytime we podcast, he's always like, did you hear that? Did you, is somebody off the door? That else? does happen. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's tracks. <laughs> it's like, prowl. <laughs> Jeff's so used to not paying his rent. Anytime he hears anything outside, he thinks it's his landlord. God. Um, so Jeff, you are a Jersey boy. Can you tell us about life in Jersey growing up there? Oh my, it's disgusting. Um, I heard it's no. the I heard it's the next Florida, Florida Junior. I've heard. <laughs> Wait, do people really call it that? In all seriousness, my friend is starting the trend. Please continue it. Um, I can say, yeah, it is. It's it's trashy. Here's what it is. It, people understand that it's very like suburb suburbia, but then there's like random just like fields and there's like farm land, and so you just have these like field parties. So it's like it's a mishmash of stuff and like and six, flags. Little, six flags. Six flags. <laughs> there's only that one little pocket that's like Jersey Shore esque. Otherwise, you have me who obviously doesn't speak like that. And right. It's very like you know you have your people that shop at Backstone, you have people shop at Abercrombie, you have people that shop at Hot Topic, and people, people shop at Posh. Yeah, I'm, I'm B- BB Delia's, <laughs> um, and Cache on special occasions, mm-hmm. and uh, we would hang out in a lot of like parking lots, like Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. And then we'd go street racing. Um, there was a lot of like, keggers. Um, that sounds about right because I went to college with um, a lot of kids who were from like some really deep cuts, like Tom's River, Somersville. Filthy, filthy. Um, <laughs> Morris or is there a middle Middleton Morris is Middletown or Morristown Morris sounds actually nice Middletown's gross okay all right yeah so like I've got like a little bit of background so all the many many parts of the Garden State speaking of the Garden State they've given us some great TV a lot of the shows I think fit back into your pocket of nostalgia we've got um Jerseylicious Jersey Short The Real Housewives of New Jersey have you ever met any of those people have you ever seen any of them out in the wild no, and actually, so the only one of them that I watched is Jersey Shore. I never watched any of them because I've spoken about this before. Is that something about people from New Jersey, <laughs> especially that are still in New Jersey and living that life, that want to be on TV? To the, the concept of Hollywood is so foreign to them that they're so like entangled in it, and it comes across as so forced. And it's like, ah, you know, yeah. wow, we're on TV, and so it just it, it grosses me out. So I never watched Jersey Delicious. Uh, I've only watched like recent seasons of New Jersey Housewives, New Jersey, and I still kind of feel like they 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 do that, even though they're they're doing well. Um, <laughs> Jersey Shore, I did watch. I'll never forget one time. Um, my friend Monica, sorry, when remember when Snooki got punched? Yes. Um, she got punched, and my friend Monica, she you know smoked a little weed, and um, she was eating mac. Allegedly, and and we don't do drugs in this show, guys. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm Excuse fucking me. joking. Nope, no, you're oh, fine. Okay. I like to um, be silly. Sus and Slick, Slicky got punched, and Monica just went <laughs> and just threw up her mac and cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, but you know what? That does sound very Jersey. So that yeah. makes sense. Okay. When she was she was there when she got punched. <laughs> oh no, we were watching this on television. Oh, okay. I oh, thought she was like at the club and she like watched her got like watched her get punched and she like threw up her no. mat. Oh no, this no. Was- but that that boardwalk where they were like so Jersey Shore. I used to go. I was like sixteen. I go to Jersey Shore. I'd always have random. It'd be awful. And we would go there for our prom weekends, and I went there. It wasn't my prom. I was maybe a freshman or sophomore and I went there for somebody else's prom and I woke up naked under the boardwalk in the pouring rain covered in pizza (laughs) under the wooden boardwalk. Like I literally, I was trapped under there, like under the, under the planks. You have to write a book, Jeff. There's, there's just too much to unpack there. I'll, I have too many questions. Annabelle. So my favorite factoid about you is that you were a writer, a comedy writer for the late, great Miss Joan Rivers. Can you talk to us about that really quickly? I was. um, And it's like the highlight of my life. (laughs) No, I'm genuinely coughing. (laughs) Is Jeff my fan of Joan Rivers? Um, It was amazing. I, it was my first writing job. And I got it when I had just turned 25 and I got it literally out of nowhere. They saw me do stand up. A producer of Chelsea lately saw me do stand up in Atlanta. And he called me in for a meeting like the next week back in LA. And I met with like one of the like heads of like e-production. And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to do like an on-camera, like on-camera personality of e-news. And they're like, why don't you try to be a writer? And I was like, oh, for that. Um, I was like, I've never written anything besides like Facebook statuses because that's like when people <laughs> used Facebook and like wrote AOL. Statuses. Yeah, <laughs> wrote um, statuses. And I was like, I had some like killer, you know, aim away messages. I can look back and see if I can get any of that old gold. And they're like, why don't you Please just do and post them for fashion police? And so I never thought in a million years I'd get hired, but they said they'd like uh, let me write one episode and that they'd still pay me. And they're like, we're probably not going to hire you, but we'll still pay you. Um, and they ended up hiring me, which was like a huge surprise. And it was just amazing because I was getting to do what I did for free, which was just like judge celebrities um, yes. from my couch while sitting in like period stained sweatpants. I mean, like, it was terrible as I'm like stuffing my face with Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> and I got paid for it. So it was like the best thing ever. Um, I got to meet her twice with the job, like you um, did it online. So you would just submit it every week. So you didn't have like a writing office. Um, but I had met her one time at Barnes and Noble at the Grove when I went to her autobiography, like book signing. Oh, wow. So amazing. And she told me I looked like a hooker and it was like the greatest compliment <laughs> of my life. <laughs> no and higher praise from Joan Rivers. I I was like, I can die right there. Like I just, I, that was the highlight for me. It's only, it's only gone downhill from that. Um, and then I went really to really downhill. <laughs> then I went to a taping of the show and getting to see her say like my jokes was like the best thing ever. And so oh, did she see you in that fleece. Yeah. <laughs> she would, she would bring herself back to life, kill me and then kill her. And then <laughs> kill herself. The irony of you answering the question about writing on fashion, please. Wow, wearing <laughs> fleece. Doubled oh, up. Oh my God. <laughs> Double cheeked up on a Thursday. Yes. I, I bought this second hand. This was a second hand fuller fleece. I, bet I you love that. Funny is I'll probably end up buying it third hand. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to put it in the mail with the next book. 
so can y'all tell me about the day-to-day workings of a show? Like, what does it take day-to-day to run the podcast? A, in general, but then B, specifically at your high-caliber level that you two are running on. What does a day in the life of the show look like? Okay. So when I started this, I will say, and that's why Annabelle and I discussed, we're like, wow. We don't know that we put in what it what it takes to. Like, oh, I wish Ryan. Was here. <laughs> <laughs> we thought Ryan was going to take this question on because I know he does a lot of prep. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning, especially when I was like covering housewife shows and stuff, I would take notes on the shows that I watched, and I kind of write some stuff out, and then um, I would have clips that I was ready to put in, and I'd kind of give them to my sound engineer. Currently, um. <laughs> I literally just text somebody like the day in advance and I'm like, can you record? Yes. And I just do everything off the cuff. I'm being serious. Um, it's all I love that. Down. Yeah. Okay. Cause I like, I like a free flow conversation. I realized that like certain episodes sounded structured and also that's kind of why I've geared away from like doing any sort of interview situation. And I like just banter. <clears throat> yeah. like my listeners really like banter and everything works differently for your audience. Um, but it's all just off the cuff. Okay. I can totally get that because my goal is to go off the cuff, but I feel like if I come in with no structure, wh- where do I go from there? So I figured to start myself off, like how I sent you guys those outlines, like very like one, two, three bullet pointing. And yeah, you're right. Conversations that are structured can turn into, like, you know, that like just shooting the shit vibe or the ones that are shooting the shit can end up being very structured. So I've seen both sides recording the episodes I've recorded. Yeah, and it was I like I said, I saw the irony in you sending us an outline asking us about how we outline our podcast. And I'm thinking, we don't. <laughs> um, I was like, how like, he's like so professional. But you're great at um like you're so good at like going like back and forth and like free flowing. Like you're like excellent at this. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you like so hard which is why I can't which is why I can't do it so I am like so amazed by like like you're very much like Ryan where you're an excellent interviewer and you're like very together and you have like an outline like yeah I was like wow he's I just think you and I are not together <laughs> <laughs> so me and Jeff have a lot to learn from you <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I at actually all. keep trying to mute. I'm, if you notice, it's a little choppy because I keep mm-hmm. using when I'm coughing, but I, there was a few that I've missed. No, it's okay. So for an episode like this, I want every sound in here. I don't even think I'm going to edit this one. I think this, this will be the beginning of my undoing. <laughs> There's my listeners in the, in the hallway. So let's check it out. Yes, please. I want my <laughs> listeners to know okay, <laughs> some, something's wrong. So, something's oh, happening. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, oh you know, I almost, I, I almost felt bad that I canceled my 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 hair appointment for this. Like, you know, all these comments you guys giving me, I, I should have got a haircut for y'all. My God, no. well, I mean, I did not. I sent my barber my away. For this, <laughs> I had a hair appointment for this. Um, no, you look amazing. Thank you. Um, no, you are so great at this, and I have to ask: Are you drinking Kelly Dodd's beverage? Um, so they have a new formula, which is Kelly Dodd free, but yes, I am drinking positive beverage, drinking oh the God. orange flavor. It's got vitamin C, B, D, and some calcium. Yeah. It's important to take your vitamins. So, you know, drink your water, take your vitamins. I'm actually drinking like, I don't know. Um, I've got water. I've got tea. I've got a bubbly. I'm always drinking many drinks. I was going to say, you're like, wow, you're like Tony Robbins. He has, <laughs> well, he has like eight different, like, supplements. I'm yeah. 
also drinking multiple beverages. I have like two cocktails. So it, when I get done, I have one already ready. And then um, LaCroix and then have, you know, Mama's. This isn't a maraca. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I honestly love that. Girl. You know, no, I'm uh, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned Jeff that you're drinking a ginger ale, because what's today's date, guys? Today's the the thirteenth. Okay, so let me count. Day for Valentine's Day. Let me let me do my math. Nine plus four is thirteen, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, I so neither am I. So that means today I am 39 days sober. So oh my the fact God. that Jeff is drinking ginger ale makes me happy because it feels like I'm like not alone. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you for the applause. I appreciate that. But You're no, um, what happened was back in January, had a lot of health crises in January, but it all started on January 3rd. I was recording uh, Watch What Happens Live as an audience member, and they said, have a drink. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, great. This is fun. I'm starting early today. So I remember taking that first ship of that first sip of champagne and it just felt wrong something felt wrong about it It felt dark there was like a very different energy attached to that one drink than any other drink i ever had i'm like this this is not right i don't like this so after i finished that i'm like i'm done so the fourth was the first full day and now yeah almost almost slowly writing up on that 60-day mark which i'm looking forward to congrats that's amazing um yeah i'm actually especially just the ginger ale because i'm ill um, but I am going to be ordering. I'm going to be ordering for the Cheesecake Factory shortly, so I think I'm going to have them send over a large Coke. Diet Coke, not diet. No, I respect myself, so I drink regular. Okay, sorry, Lisa. Um, <laughs> that's great. No, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so um, how do y'all go into each episode with the concept? So I know you just said Jeff that sometimes it's it's just you and your homegirl shooting the shit, but sometimes you have like plans. So how do you know, like going each one, okay, this is going to be this episode. This is going to be that. This is Bravo. This is not like, how do you concept wise, how, how do you dig out that way? Um, well, I, I think it depends a lot of times on which person I'm having. I think with animal, especially I know that I can always be anything. Um, but certain topics I like discussing more with certain people or it depends what's going on. Like if there's something that I want to discuss, I'll think, okay, who can I bring on? Or, there's somebody that I'm already bringing on, so I will just bring that up. Um, for instance, like Annabelle. Oh my god! Oh, sorry, I got a notification. Um, I want to like go over some ambient stories, so I'm recruiting Amb- Annabelle for that one. Yes. <laughs> and like Annabelle wanted to, do, we're doing a Wendy Williams one because we both love Wendy. So you yes, know, whatever, I can't wait for that episode. I'm so excited. Um, um, Annabelle, can you talk to me specifically about? Your Roper and Ebert style movie reviews of Twilight with Ryan. Can you talk about those episodes? Because I love those. Like, I, I live for these Twilight reviews. I really do. Oh, I'm so, so glad. That makes me, like, so happy to hear. Because I just kind of started doing the movie reviews back in October. Um, because I never used to have a structure for my podcast, which at the beginning really worked for me. <coughs> I also started, like... Uh, obviously that there were still podcasts like, you know, 10 years right. ago. But when I originally started, there were way less podcasts. So my like format or lack thereof somehow like worked for me. And I had like a very like niche audience um, that were like very dedicated. So I was like really lucky that like, I was like, oh, this is just how you do like a show. Like I, we just like set down the recorder. I've never, I never edited anything. Like that's wow. what I do. 
three to three and a half hours. We'd have, we would never finish a story. We would bounce <laughs> about 500 different topics. Like, and that was fine, like for the time, but now there are so many more, like, I mean, now there's just like so much more like content that everyone's yes. into. So now I'm like, oh, I like, like, I'm like, oh, I need to like show respect for like my listener and for myself of like being like, oh, I want to record something that I have an idea of what it will be like and that I can give to the kittens. And especially during quarantine, like my podcast could just kind of be used to be like, what's going on with like my life and my friend's life. And since quarantine is kind of, everyone's kind of doing the same thing and it's yeah. all, like miserable and sad. And I just didn't want it to be like every week of being like, so how much weight have you gained? Are you miserable? How the fuck for you? Like what, you know, like, how many breakdowns you have yesterday? Exactly. Like, so I was like, okay, I think um, what everyone is really craving right now is like nostalgia and something that just like makes you feel like, like safe and happier and to like a better time, which is one of the things that like me and Jeff really click on is that we live in the (coughs) era. Um, like when a great era to choose, but not when exactly not when Dorit had her Kitson window, like when kids like real Kitson. When Kitson was Kitson was breaking into Kitson. Exactly (laughs) when there was before Mike's shoes. Yes, before before Mike had his party for his shoes that were like stuck at the Mexican border. Yes, right. Um, or the bullshit. (laughs) Yes, Jeff. No, I was going to say, Annabelle talked about, you know, uh, structuring her podcast to have respect for herself and her listeners. And I just want to say that I think that if she had respect for herself, she wouldn't be in that fleece. Okay, so you do not agree with her statements. (laughs) I don't. um, Now getting down to business, let's talk about the business of it. Because obviously, as you all, as you both know, as you guys have been growing your audiences. (laughs) I'm going to scream into my... um, (laughs) It's okay, please do. (coughs) Oh my god, my dog. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I don't mean it. No, it's okay. Listen, this- you know, I'm sorry. I was just listening. I'm sitting here listening to her talk about respect to yourself. You're such a garb. I was so taken back. <laughs> Moving on to the business side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as y'all grow your audiences, as your audiences have grown, how has how has the the nature of business incorporated itself into your show. Cause obviously once you get 10,000, you can like, you can swipe up 10,000 followers, you swipe up, uh, you know, then brands start reaching out. So when your podcast became the forces that they were, how did you guys uh, deal with the business side of it? How'd you protect yourselves? What did that feel like? We you got your first offer, like, Hey, you know, we want you to promote this or like, Hey, you know, can you talk about that? Like, when it became more business than just your, your side project, like how, how did, how did that go? Jeff, do you want to, I was going to say, Annabelle, do you want to take this one? Sure. I'll start with, um, my, um, mine didn't really become like a business until, um, uh, I had, I had like once I had one sponsor, I think it was like, I think it was like Harry's Razors. I think it was like one of the first, <laughs> Sorry, it was one of the hi, first Harry. that Harry's Razors ever sponsored. It was like five years ago. <laughs> like I think it was like they had like just started like a you know web space on or like a website on like Squarespace or something. Um, so they were like my first sponsor, and they contacted like my 
like hosting manager at the time. And I had no idea. I thought I got like a super sweet deal. And then um, once I signed with Dear Media and Lauren and Michael have been amazing. And um, uh, they're obviously the creators um, of Dear Media. And I was one of their first podcasts that they signed. Like when Michael, they were like talking about, they're like, yeah, one because they were with podcast one at the time. Okay. And they're like, yeah, one of our dreams is like, we want to have like our own podcast network. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And they're like, we ever have our like own podcast network. Like you should be on there. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. I'd love to be like on any network at right. all. Um, <laughs> Whoever will have that's it. Great. Uh, <laughs> so like I, when they actually like created it, I was so thankful um, to be like, a part <coughs> of it. like now, obviously like Dear Media is like this, powerhouse. Like, powerhouse. And we, yeah, we like got Katie Maloney over there. We got Taylor Strecker. I think Stassi was over there maybe before she wasn't. Um. It's now it's yeah. Now there are so many people on there and I'm like, Oh, I, I'm so lucky. I got like grandfathered in when I did <laughs> like, cause before I was, I um, can't believe I'm lucky enough to be on this network, but um, so they really um, take care of all like the sponsors and everything. Like, oh, so cool. they, um, they have an incredible like ad team that they work really, really hard. Um, they probably have to work a lot harder to try to sell me um, than other people. They're probably like, her, please, anyone, take her. Absolutely. Anyone, I'll pay you. Um, but I have an inc- they have an incredible ad team. So I'm very lucky oh. that your media um, takes care of uh, all of that through um, through them and their like ad, uh, ad yeah. um But like Jeff, <laughs> like way better at business because his he's like his own. He is, he does everything himself. So, uh, you said at one point you had, um, a manager. So when did you know you needed a manager? When did you know you needed help to kind of run your stuff? Wait, why? I never had a manager. Annabelle said she had a manager. Oh, oh, Uh, sorry. I had a, I had a hosting manager, which was just like this woman who I, um, paid to take like hosting classes from. This was like, (laughs) yeah, not not podcast hosting. (laughs) Gotcha. <laughs> when I was like, in a she's like, I do mean a hostess of Buka de Babo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Okay. I wish you, I'd be much better suited as a hostess. <laughs> hostess, to be honest. Like, anytime when I would get, um, like, well, <clears throat> I want to say anytime I would get manic. That's anytime, but certain times when I would get manic for a relationship. Love a plug. I go on Craigslist and and submit to like a bunch of restaurants only in Beverly Hills. Cause I was like, okay, my plan was to pull a Sonia Morgan and I was just going to be like a hostess at a restaurant, like at a really (laughs) nice restaurant and old guy. And that was going to be my first husband who would set me up for the other ones. Um, and I did, uh, I would get these jobs and then I was kind of like, just thinking of like, oh, these are kind of like the only auditions I'm getting. But like, then once I get the job, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. So then I quit the next day. But that, like, I worked at Crustaceans, that place that okay. Adrian Loof and like Paul had yes. one of their many arguments at. And the one like when Erica Jane met like the like assistant sheriff of West Hollywood or something. When that like, poor hostess had to sit all those yeah. damn people. <laughs> when her and Tom were having like their 11 a.m. lunch. Um, that was like one of the places I was like a hostess at. <laughs> Um, cool. but yeah, she was, uh, she was like, not really a manager. And basically it was just kind of like, you remember, mm-hmm. you're probably young <clears throat> for this. Do you remember Barbara's on models or like, well, I'm sorry. What did you say? Barbara? Mo- who? 
it was you're you're too young it was like this like ripoff thing called like it was called barbazon modeling agency and they were like would have their like ads in the back of like tiger beat and stuff oh my god yes okay yeah no 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 okay no i do know tiger beat okay yeah yeah (laughs) so there would like be ads like for barbazon modeling next to like like sea monkey ads um and it was just basically for where like like ugly girls could like have their parents pay for them to go to like a modeling agency and they would just be like yeah you're models now your parents just only have to pay us you know like twelve hundred dollars a month and so it was just kind of like one of those like like fake things Uh, that's basically what this hosting the original uh mlm scam (laughs) yes so yeah um it i had a hosting manager for like a year um so yeah you definitely don't need a manager okay all right, cool. Because I am very much not a manager. Momager. All right. I'll keep that in mind because I'm very much uh unfortunately, maybe not unfortunately, in the school in the mindset of a gen shop where I think I need eight assistants just to wake up. Like <laughs> I, I, I always want a team. I crave a team. I always want that village. Like <laughs> I have a hot tip. A hot tip. Yes. You simply don't wake up. <laughs> You take another Ambien, a day Ambien, and um, yeah. I never <laughs> thought about that. Right, because if I don't wake up, then I don't need that team. Exactly. I love a day Ambien. <clears throat> mm. That yeah. is really, really fun. Speaking of fun stuff, social media. What is y'all's relationship with it? Do you like it? Do you see the value in it? Are you waiting for it to just die and you can be done with it? How do y'all feel about social media? Uh, oh, um... Sorry, I didn't know what I, I saw you fixing something. Didn't know what was going on. Um, um, I mean, obviously, I'm heavily engaged with social media, um, but the irony in it is that I don't like it. Um, before Never do I, I. <laughs> before I started using this account, that this Instagram account, um, I think it was like three years ago now. I like wasn't I like didn't do social media. I didn't like it. I never wanted anybody to post me anything like that. Um, I think it's disgusting. I think people are so disgusting, and <laughs> especially like. <laughs> Just engaging in the fandom of so many things, specifically how it's all such a disaster. Um, it's a but lot. I do obviously because it's a business and it's afforded me many great opportunities. I always try to remind myself, um, and it does take a lot of work. Um, I think Anna says sometimes she's like, I don't know how you have so, a million Instagram stories that I can't even think of one. Um, and they're all good. It's it's either you in your car, you at the gym, just you, something funny you thought of. It's very it's very entertaining. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I think that like at this point, I'm wondering, like, I'm on a weird shift, if you will, where I'm sure. like, I, I, at this point, I and I spoke to, uh, I had a meeting with a with an agent a few months ago. And he was like, at this point, just use your social media to simply advertise your podcast. And I obviously haven't been doing that because I still have fun like, creating <laughs> things and just like having fun and engaging. So I'm kind of like a weird space where I'm like, what am I doing with it? Because um, you think like, if I can't, monetize it too much or whatever like yeah it's it's i think people's confusion is that like if you have sixty thousand social media or instagram followers like you have sixty thousand listeners to your podcast and audience does not translate to different platforms so if you have sixty thousand followers on instagram nobody might watch on youtube nobody listens to your podcast and things like that so you're trying to figure out like how can i bring audiences to different platforms and that's where i'm at okay I hope you guys are writing this down because this is like some gems here. Easter eggs, little Easter eggs we're getting today. And speaking of Easter eggs, so this will be an Easter egg to the audience, not to Jeff and Annabelle. 
But I have an Easter egg for you both. You both have been so nice to lend me your time. Give me to get the your time. So I have a gift for both of you. Um, one second here. You get this coming in three, two, one. Question mark. Yeah, we're connecting. Okay. Yeah. Here comes your gift. <laughs> oh, Ryan Bailey, so bad it's so good. Your podcast so good, never so says Jeff. <laughs> My podcast yeah. no. Ryan just thinks he's a bad boy of podcasting, and I'm like, you don't even never been arrested. Your podcast dude, nemesis. I, 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 dude, Jeff, I've been arrested so many times in my head. You don't even Mike, know, talk dude. to me when you've been in pod A in uh, Somerset County. Did it say? Dude, I all <laughs> I Guys, all I have bought on. <laughs> Ryan's been arrested multiple times, all in like community theater plays, like West Side Story, <laughs> Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Guys, I'm actually just but a stone's throw away from the old county jail in this hotel. I'm fucking Wait, dead. Why are you in a why are you in a hotel? Because I'm sick. You can't oh, go you out tonight. Corona? He's sick. No, I don't have corona. No, I feel like people don't understand. Like, I'll never, I mean, I can't say knock on wood that I'll never get it, but like I don't get that. There are so many people that have tested positive. I think it's because I'm either O blood type, Ashkenazi Jew, or both. Or I fucking had it in the beginning when my sister was sent smell. I don't know. None of it makes any sense. None of that shit makes any sense. No, I have a fucking cold because it's the fucking winter and I flew and my niece had a cold. And guess what, guys? We can still get the cold and flu. So that's what I have is a cold. And um, my family's having a party at their house and it's just like loud and noisy. And so I'm trying to like rest. And so I got a hotel. Cold still exists. And guys, guys. <laughs> Y'all, I just brought in <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> This is the season oh finale. <laughs> so I wanted to bring back a fan favorite, one of my favorite people, Ryan Bailey, because this episode really is just some of my favorite podcasters. Cod, cod, no, some some of my favorite podcasters <laughs> coming to offer me some advice, words of wisdom, and talk about their experience as podcasters. So this is like the, you know, fourth wall breaking show. This is the meta show. I probably will not edit this. There's a lot of coughing. There's hacking. There's weird sounds. <laughs> there's multiple beverages being slurped. So... No, no, it's fine. Lush, Annabelle. I'm referring to myself with the multiple beverages being slurped. Um, so we're at the portion of the show where I want to ask everybody about their pet peeves when it comes to podcasting, engaging with social media, this whole experience. What are some of your pet peeves that you run into? Whether it be, you know, uh, cer- certain words coming from certain people, certain comments, certain feedback, certain things you see on the business side, just in general. What are all the pet peeves? All of you go I have once. so many because I hate everyone and everything, but I want to <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Jeff could really go. Um, I, I think uh, you. Uh, there's a couple things. I, I think the the frustrating thing about the social media aspect is that it's really fun, but there's like waves of it. Like the first wave when you post something is really fun, but then 12 hours later, you get the people that start creeping in that are like, this is horrible. You're a bad person. So you get like this really weird wave of like, oh, everybody gets it. Everybody thinks it's funny. And then 12 hours later, it seems like another wave comes in where they start like kind of attacking it or your sense of humor or you're a bad person. And that's the kind of stuff that you kind of don't ever get used to, you know, like you're like, Oh wow. It's just weird how social media seems to hit. Like I'll still, and Jeff, I think you probably go through this a lot too. Like it just, it's like a three, it just seems like it days will pass and then new people will find stuff and then find reasons to be mad at you. And right yeah. now it seems like there's so much anger. I don't know. Like, so I, it's, so what no, sex is really I, fun can get really messed up. 
I touched on that a little bit earlier. I was like, that's why a big part of why I also stopped engaging any sort of housewives fandom. Um, and I just said that on Twitter. I was like, housewives fans are the worst. And I just, I, I, it's no longer a conversation I enjoy being a part of because they get so nasty and so crazy. It's a goddamn show. It's so nuts to me. Um, and they take everything so seriously, especially anything I post is pretty much always a joke. And, and so even like people, I think one time I was at a, a doctor's last week and I joked that they were putting Haldol on my arm. It was obviously, first of all, like, if you know how Haldol gets injected, it goes into your vein, you fucking idiot. It was a vitamin B shot. Um, so there's things like that that are a joke. But then obviously, yeah, if you're posting about any show that you're watching, they they take, if you're posting your opinion about it, which Ryan does, they take that, they like want to disagree so strongly. And then, yeah, days later <laughs> from a post, they're like, you're a monster. And it's like, you're a loser. Are you disengaging? It's so weird though, because are you disengaging? I, I really, I, as you say, like I, 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 as far as the housewives world go, um, you know, I'm all nostalgia and, and I like old stuff, but I don't even watch it anymore, or at least what's on right now. Um, and I don't really talk about it as much. Um, and I don't really engage on social media. Uh, it gets about old. It. Stupid. There's just stupid. There's so dumb. old. The goddamn TV show. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 well, we're all passionate about it, but it's, it's what Jeff said is that, like, I. It's 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 serious, but I, it, it is not that serious. So the fact when people want to really get into it, I don't think my opinion is the only opinion. If you fucking like Kelly Dodd, that's awesome. Knock yourself out with that. I don't like. I mean, there's really, but you know what? Yeah, positive beverage. Uh, but you know what? I, but what I'm saying <laughs> is that like my opinion isn't the only opinion, and for people to fight like it is is so weird. It, but it's also like okay, go put that on your social media. Go do what else. And I can guarantee you, I will not be coming to your social media and commenting on it. You know, I, I agree. Really want to comment. I agree. And I think what that leads me into, too, because what I was going to say was that I hate stand culture. I just tweeted this, too. I was like, I, I the only person I stand is myself, um, which Love sounds artistic, but it's just true. I think stand culture is disgusting because it means we're not holding anybody accountable for anything and we're excusing things. And then here's my thing. It's like, I don't stand anybody like. For instance, you guys know that I love Lana Del Rey. I'm always posting on my story. But yes, I don't stand her. It, yes. it, it's something that if she does something wrong, then I'll call it out. And so uh, all of a sudden people put her on these blinders or then there's the opposite of that cancel culture. And so to me, stand culture is just as bad because we're either like loving someone and we're, and we're, we're, we're not, a, we're excusing bad behavior or just canceling somebody because of one thing, because you don't stand them. And it's just so extreme and disgusting. It's just like, I, I'm all for like giving credit where credit's due. Yes. And calling people out when it needs to be called out. It's just yes. so ridiculous. So, I yeah, agree. I stand myself. I love the, that. The other thing, the other thing is reviews. I think reviews are the weirdest thing too. And I think mm. Annabelle probably agrees. Like, I just don't get, I don't like, you know, reviews are really, <laughs> and, no, reviews, reviews aren't like constructive, reviews aren't constructive criticism. It's like fucking weird that like you have somebody will like, it, they'll, they'll like, They'll be like, well, I just don't agree with you. So here's one star. Like, it, it, it's like really, and it's like, man, I put so much work into this. And for you to like, I, it seems personal sometimes on their end when it's like, I, I don't know. And you can't, this is just a podcast or pet peeve. I'm pissed that you can't write back like you can on Yelp, mm. like where you can write back to a review. I always think that is very frustrating and it, because they're anonymous. So I don't know if some, like one of my like, you know, many enemies out there is just like trying to like take me down when it, when it, Annabelle, which, by the way, something I, about I, I, I can guarantee you Annabelle has given me two stars. I can get, and that shit will come out in heaven. You know, God will let us know who rated your podcast bad in heaven. And that's what people got to watch out. Like heaven is where shit goes down, you know? <laughs> I think my thing is that people also just don't realize, yeah, how much work we're putting into whether it's a podcast or the content. And then they, they always ask for more as if they're not getting free content. That's what drives me nuts. That's a big part of too in the realm of social media, why I stopped like 
creating certain content and just start staying, uh, sharing myself, A, because it's annoying because you're creating it, you're not getting compensated and people are greedy for it and, and then we'll have bad opinions and you're like, well, I worked hard on this. And B, because people fucking steal it. And that's a big part too why I was like, oh, I'll just start posting my tweets on my thing because people aren't going to steal that. It says my name. Then some fucking bitch, the Handy J, whatever her fucking name is, and this <laughs> stupid account, you saw that slut back the other day? Not the Handy J. The, the Handy J. That's her handle. Look at her. She's a lot of followers. Stole his tweet. Flat out just like, she flat out just like wrote my treat in some sloppy, fucking disgusting font and posted it in her feed. And it's like, stop doing that. And so that's why when I used to make memes, you know what drives me nuts? Like when I used to make memes, people would scrub your watermark. And what really pisses me off is that two years ago, I started dating this guy and I made a meme of him, his childhood picture. And then obviously when we broke up, I took it off my thing. It to this day has circled, circled around on all the biggest accounts, like really? as recent as last week. And they scrub my watermark and then people still send it to me and he doesn't even want it on there. And he has asked me before that he does want it on there and i still see it getting circulated and then i have to dm them and be like hey this is something that i made and I, it was scrubbed off it's my ex-boyfriend please take it down and it's just like people just wait content. it's so disgusting jeff, jeff are you gay you didn't know that <laughs> allegedly uh well allegedly. you know life imitates oh, art shit. so if anything your ex should be honored and he should understand like you know art takes a life of its own so Totally. Really, he should, he, should, he should just be he should be, he should just be thanking you. He's taken so much, I'm sure, and he can't even say thank you when you quite literally made him famous from childhood. It's hard to do. It's hard to go back and be cutest, famous again as an adult, him as a, a bubble. Child. It's so that's, cute. That's adorable. Yeah, honestly, I feel all, like all, I feel like I'm com- thank you. <laughs> I I feel like I'm complaining too much. It's really no podcasting is actually in the end really good. It's just frustrating those small things that you deal with and uh, with other people, you know? Yeah, my, my complaints aren't actually about podcasting. It's more so about social media and these little thieves. You're just caught me on the heels of a theft. And, you know, as a victim of vehicular theft, motorcycle theft, laundry theft, quite frankly... Emitter of all I'm those thefts? Little, I'm drained. <laughs> okay, and as somebody who has also committed a lot of thefts, Okay, yes. so we've got he knows it inside and out, guys. I do. I've got a, quite the perspective. Yeah, I kind of got Handy J. Are you talking about on Insta- on Instagram? <laughs> I think I found the yeah, last one. Look at I, the I, Handy J. It's a really pretty Asian girl who's a beauty block, but but I don't think she's. No, no. Look at just the Handy J. She's I think it's like the word the T H E. I can get the word the in it. The Handy J, like all one word. The Handy, yeah, the Handy J, yeah, Jessica Barry, who apparently. Apparently, she says that she's a therapist, breakup, recovery, dating couples coach by day. And what, a slut bag by night and a liar, a thief? No. You're a liar. Did, you call, did, did, you, did, did she say anything when you called her out? No. And I'm, I'm telling you, I would say at least like 100 of, or probably like 70 of my followers have, have gone on and written stuff. And I have too. And she just blatantly ignores it. Ignores it? Yeah. Did she delete it? Nope. It's still up looking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So the uh, close out a lot of her headlight or a lot of her <coughs> like are these. What are like the front like? What are like the top? Not headlights. Like what are these? Like, oh, MSED, MFT, and CPC. I'm like those are drugs, lady. So to close out the social media portion, like Jeff was saying, I think it's great when you're here to have fun and you know you're just just connecting with each other on that like personal level, not to feel alone, which is great. But people really can get divisive and take things seriously. And like Ryan said, remember, like it's your opinion, post it on your own page. And also, if you don't want to start nothing, don't post. Tell a friend, keep it to yourself, write it down to where not everything has to be posted. You're right, sir. I got carried away. I think you should maybe cut out some of my rant. I was just really disrespectful. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Uh, this, this is the season finale where you're keeping everything in. Every sound, every cough, Wait, so every my, laugh. So my, I, 
So much. I got a I got a tip though for podcasting. One of the best things you should do is release your podcast. I you are doing a season finale and you haven't even released one podcast. You're right. Wait, what? Is this? When when are they? These are all. He's releasing them all at once, like on Netflix. He's like, so you can binge it all at once. <laughs> on Netflix. No, for real. That's what you're doing, right? This was a season finale. I was like, I don't want to be. Like- <laughs> But I looked, I was like, but I couldn't find But Then I was like, I don't want to. I did think the same thing. I did look and I couldn't find it. But I was like, you know, maybe it's a tougher search. Okay, I don't want to say that. I felt like. No, please, save that. Literally, there's no such thing as bad promotion. Any promotion is good promotion. So well, no, I was because I wanted to go like, listen and like support. Uh-oh. I was like, I couldn't find it. Like, so, okay, that makes sense. That is sweet. So what actually, I will do. It is actually a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. So what I will do for all of you here, I will send you the episode I last recorded, which is similarly as chaotic as this one. So I think you'll all enjoy it. It'll be a Google Drive file. So I apologize. You'll have to open it and open another window and have another link. But I think you'll enjoy the content that's in it. Wait, so when will this be the light of day? Is, is Jeff in it? Yeah, no, this, this is my first time talking to Jeff ever. So... Oh, wow. How's it going for you guys? This is great. I mean, the, the fact that both Annabelle and Jeff are great, I'm like, I'm like they're, they're not going to say yes. This is a hard get. Like, uh, I'm yeah. I'm fangirling. Not going to lie. I got two topics left. Like, <laughs> it, like two times later, I was like, yes, I'm so excited. Win right now. You want to talk? <laughs> I'm so grateful to you for them. Honestly. I don't see your podcast online. Let's do this. Yeah, you don't and you won't. I got, I got, I, I got some more stuff to figure out. Real quick, that. was Ryan's Easter egg hunt thing planned, or is this that he just pop in? Planned. I tried to like uh, cover um, my tracks. I didn't, I didn't realize that you could see my CC. I did because I told you in the beginning you acted so bizarre, and I was like, "What kind of fucking ketamine dream is this?" And then <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. Well, no, Ryan. When we first got on, I was like, "Is Ryan joining us?" Because you're the one. Yeah, that's what, I, got, I got so confused. I got you're so confused. Annabelle was like. Out. All of us. And I was like, oh, Ryan's advice. Because, like, I looked to Ryan for advice. Like, Ryan's the one who made me start trying on my podcast. I've had my podcast now. In July, will be five years. Once Ryan came out with this podcast, I was like, oh, here's a second. I'm like, I should probably, like, start trying. Like, that was, like, literally Ryan inspired me to do podcasts. We are like, we thought Ryan was going to all the questions. When you started, yeah, when you started trying, I think I started, uh, I've been in, like, a depression. I'm in my bed still. I, I can't, I can barely move out of my room anymore. My dad thought you looked like oh, Joe Manganiello, so I thought that would make you feel wow. better. Wow, high praise. God bless her. Coming from yeah, RJ. God bless you, RJ. And then I was like, he was like, he looks like Joe, and I was like, our neighbor Joe, who's like me, <laughs> I was like, aw, I don't think he looks like that. And he's like, I, no, I, Joe, the guy who's Ian Vergara. I was like, oh. oh I, have a pic- I have a picture with me. I have a picture with me and Joe Manganiello from acting class, and it literally looks like Chunk and sloth from the Goonies. Like <laughs> I've never get... felt more ugly. No, I, I mean no, because I really, honestly, it's one of my uglier photos I've ever taken. Because he's so good looking. And then when you're up against like Joe Manganiello, you realize how. And my ex at the time made me take it because she loved Joe Manganiello. Right. Like she would make me take secret shots of him in acting class and send them to her. You know. Well, now it's not of secret. Of course. <laughs> Wow. I mean, this is like 10 years ago, so. No, it's fine. I saw fine. Joe Manganiello <laughs> once at La Poubelle on Franklin. Um, that's all. Great. <laughs> um, so um, to bring this home, all of you, one at a time or all at once, I really don't care. Tell me, the future, where do you want your shows to go? Where do you want the platform and medium up podcasting to go? What's next for... <coughs> Sorry. Let me go wide cough. Annabelle? 
Okay. No, I was going to wait for you guys to go. And then I was going to take like two of your answers and like reword them to make it my own. Um, Ryan. Ageism. <laughs> Ryan, you guys. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I see like, I don't know. I feel like some of us might've got, like I might've gotten in. I don't, I really don't know where it's going to go. I feel like that's part of the scary part is that this is like a complete high wire act. I feel like I don't, I feel like I think I know where I want to go and I'm building an audience, but at the same time, so many people are doing the same thing right now. Not what I'm doing in particular, but there's so many podcasts out there to try to carve out your little piece of it. Or it, you know, the only thing is like, you just got to focus on you and that's it. But it is hard when you look at the pull out and look at the macro of it, of like, you know, Annabelle's been doing this for years. Like she was in there when like, I'm not one of the, like she's one of the first comedians like to do a successful podcast. And everybody that, you know, came in after that, it, it, I just, I think it gets harder and harder to build that audience. And I think, so I feel like I'm really lucky. Well, she is OG, but at the same time, she still has a very fresh sense of humor and take. But I just feel like, it, you know, we all have to work that much harder to try to build even a small audience. So I don't know where it goes. The only thing I could hope is that other opportunities arise from this and just keep doing what I'm doing and just pray that it all works out because literally all of my eggs are in this basket. So hmm. it's a really weird place to work from, you know? What a beautiful basket it is. And yes, Annabelle's fucking hilarious. Like everyone on this show, you guys have made me laugh like no other. I listen to like about 20-ish shows now and I know when I need a break from everything, I'm coming right to V-Shows first. I actually wow. just caught up on Ryan's new format, his new five-day format. And <laughs> dare I say... It's it's better. It's getting better. Like it's it's so much better. Every time I hit play, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he won't hit his heart today. Maybe you know he'll give me one lap. But every time I, I love, I love that you're rooting. You're you seem like you're actively rooting against me, Samaj. I have like, to. Oh, this time it's gonna really suck. No, I have to because 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 when I'm proven wrong, it's so much better. It's so much better. Um, so I really, that, I really that's enjoy from the, the podcast. I got it. I got yes. that reference. Um, yeah, no. So I really appreciate all the work y'all put into your shows. And um, last question of the day, all of you, all the guys. Yeah, I didn't answer the question though. Oh, you didn't? Oh, please go. I got to get I'm my COVID kidding. patient out of here, guys. My COVID patient needs to go we're back good, to his, to his room. <laughs> hey, I don't have COVID. I have a cold, guys. No, um, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> What was the question? Shit. Um, where, do you where do you see the future? Where do you see the future of podcast? Oh yeah, going, Jeff. Oh my podcast. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Obviously, I went through a little rebrand a few months ago. I think where I'm at is that I'm always trying to figure out which medium works best for me. I think that some people work best on a podcast platform. Some people work best on a YouTube platform. Some people and, and things like that. Um, I have gotten feedback that like I'm an expressive person. I'm aware of this, and so sometimes it's like people like seeing me visually. For that reason, you're from Jersey. Uh, it adds up. And it is. Good, it and is. You're and good I, looking. You're good looking. That's so that not why, too, Ryan. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and I and I agree. Um, also, why I refuse to get Botox after that first time because I'm an expressive, you know. So, um, I, I think it's about finding which medium works for me. And if that ends up being the podcasting platform, then so be it. Okay, I love that, Annabelle. Um. I am really liking right now. Uh, well, right now I'm actually liking my podcast again, which is very, very different for me because for um, for like the last two years, uh, the episodes were just um, absolutely horrible because I 
I was on a lot of them. That's so no bit worried. These episodes are gold, guys. She's been modest. Starting from now, I would say like um, probably like last February, March. And honestly, I'm not just saying that because like the two of them are on here, and because I've um, I feel like I'm like Lou Perlman. I feel like I'm like Lou Perlman. them with both of their talents um, but I started finally to like my podcast again after like two years um when I started doing them in quarantine and I started podcasting with Jeff and Ryan like a lot Jeff more. what are you doing I can hear your rapper the whole time oh my god so I thought I was on mute again I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so Lou Pearlman as you were saying yes rapper like up against the like telephone you're like oh I can't hear you I'm going through a sh- I'm going through a channel like, Oh my God. Um, no, so I'm finally starting to like my podcast again. And I think because I'm, uh, doing like a lot more like nostalgia and going back and doing, um, I'm really liking right now doing like the movie reviews. Um, the best, the best quality. So much fun. And also just like going back to like the Kitson era with Jeff and getting to do podcasts with people where it's like, whenever I record with like either of them, I, I'm always like scream laughing into my computer. I would say like a quarter of the time. And I like, they always make me cry laughing. So I think getting yes. to it, um, I'm really, really liking doing like the, like pop culture stuff. Like again, like go, like nostalgic, nostalgic stuff. Absolutely. So I want to that because um, it's what I've had the most fun doing. And I think the more fun you have, like, the like better episode, the more fun the better you have doing it, better. like the more fun people have listening to it. Um, Very because true. like for two years, like I was just like, I probably should have been in a place where like, I wasn't allowed like access to a phone or like my own shoelaces. And I still <laughs> through that time. So um, horrible. <laughs> so if I could uh, go back on iTunes and release like erase like two years of my episodes. I would. Um, but for the past year, like they've, I've really been liking them again. So I think, I guess just going to pop culture nostalgia, I want to do well, Wait, real quick, I want to interject because it's a good focus study for Samaj. Yes. Um, what do you notice? Okay, hold on. Yes. I'm going to take it back again. Use your words. So you were saying about <laughs> when we enjoy, and I also went through a phase too where I was like trying to do interviews and I realized that I didn't enjoy them as much and I'd rather just have that banter. Do you have more fun listening when it's like us just bantering or the inner, like what, what's like, what's your feedback then? Sure. So for that, it depends on the topic, it depends on what you're discussing. Certain topics fit better with certain conversation styles for me. So for example, like I love how Ryan and Annabelle do their movie reviews because it's structured, but it always goes off in a hundred million tangents. And that works, especially for a franchise as dismembered as Twilight movies. So it fits. Or like, for example, um, when you had your family on, I felt like I was in the living room with them, Jeff. I felt like for a day I wasn't having a crack then. And it was fun. It was a really good time. (laughs) (laughs) And then when Ryan has on literally like the most pointed people as, you know, concentrated down to like a housewife or like the most random people to like, you know, the girl who called in to watch it up in live and said, hello, Beverly, or, you know, um, guy Ray who, who pops in every season or so on Roni, like, you know, those conversations and like the type of guests and what it's for, it all like adds up. So I enjoy all of it. It all leaves me in stitches laughing, but I guess to answer your question, Jeff, it just depends <laughs> on what's being discussed. And then like, you know, I, I let it play out. Interesting. 
<laughs> and it's all good. Like, I really love it, especially how you all touch on those nostalgia pieces. Like, I think I tweeted Ryan this week saying, um, you know, I liked how his uh, coverage with Sophie Ross about the whole Army Hammer thing. It felt like I was watching, you know, Daily Mail, like E! News back in the day when, when it was at its prime, getting the story like live for the first time. So that format, that guess, it worked. It was really, really good. And I really enjoyed that. And my favorite Annabelle episode is one of the many ones she's done with Danny because it, it, when I listen to them together, it's like two girlfriends catching up. And who doesn't love that vibe? So that's been oh, like yes, really fun. Yes. Oh, you should tell him to do it again. I will. Because <laughs> you know what? Fun fact, Danny, Danny listens to his listeners. Danny listens to me. Over the summer, I tweeted him that he needs to. And I, I'm thinking, like, he's not going to read this. Like, you know, who am I? Like, he's got, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. He's not going to see my tweet. But I told him he should uh, do a Potomac-based episode with Mixing with Monty because she's, like, you know, born and raised in Maryland, so she would know, like, about that. So I'm like, you know, I'd really appreciate if you could have her on the show. And he's like, sure, let's do it. I'm like, oh, okay. He listens to me. So you're like helping, you're like helping, like con- you're helping with marketing and yeah. like giving direct, res- like direct response. Wait, I've seen that name mixing with Monty. Is it like a manicure? Like I always see mixing with Monty, Manny, I think like a manicure. No, so Monty is, is is just another podcaster. She's she's a black podcaster, and she oh, her gives, name like, is Monty. Yeah, and she gives like her POC perspective on the shows, and she's also a teacher, so she also educates you in a way that makes sense. Like you know, this this fan base, this audience, you know, the people with our number of brain cells. She makes all these comp- complicated things make sense. Gotcha. I I didn't know. I kept saying like mixing, it, and I'm thinking like this is going to sound ridiculous, but like manicure, like mixing. Like, yeah, I like no. Some- <laughs> It's all good. So my last question you for know y'all. No, I get it. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, literally, I I had to stop myself from asking Danny if his name is Daniel, if or if it's just Danny, because uh, if I do, I'll hear I'll hear one thing and I'll never unhear it, and he'll forever just be Daniel when his name might actually be Danny. So I get like the whole word association fuck up. And last question: What's the one piece of advice you wish you gotten that you can offer to me for when you start at your shows? That I have gotten or haven't. Um, what, what's the piece that you wish you would have gotten when you started your show, but you can give to me. Don't listen to your negative reviews and have that affect you so deeply because I can save you like $50,000 on therapy bills, mm. um, that you're going to get like amazing reviews. And those are the ones you should choose to listen to. Yeah. Um, but when you get your first one star review or even whatever is like, even like your first <laughs> Uh, but when you get your <laughs> one or hundreds of one-star reviews, as I have, so it's like I've gotten I have more, more okay. bad reviews than either of these two guys combined. So I can tell you that with this, it's like <clears throat> anyone, like there will be people who love you and then there will be people like who hate you and has obviously like nothing to do with you as we've all seen those like Instagram, like motivational pictures. Um, but one thing that has really helped me <laughs> is... It's like, whatever they write, don't take it to heart because if you go to YouTube, and that's what I did, go to YouTube and I put in like baby monkeys playing with baby kittens and there are 15,000 thumbs up on this video and there are 7,000 thumbs down and it's not even like a YouTuber explaining like, Hey guys, this is, this is like what a baby like kitten looks like playing with my, it's like literally just (laughs) this video. It's Sherry from Ohio. 
plane with each other. And there are still like 7,000 people who are like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, dislike it, not for me, not funny, not cute, didn't like, you know, like- I'm calling PETA, yeah. Yeah, people are just- This is monkeys. And dumb. And so it's like, but they're allowed an opinion because it's the internet. Yeah. And so it's like, they don't even have to have listened to your podcast to leave a review. Like literally one of my one-star reviews was, I was going to listen to this podcast and couldn't even get through the intro. Her voice is horrible. So annoying. <laughs> I, cannot, I couldn't even listen. One star. I'm the like, lies people tell on the internet. <laughs> like she didn't listen to the podcast. But it's like, you can still write whatever you want. So it's like, don't let whatever anybody's opinion of you on your, <coughs> their one star, stupid, obviously wrong opinions of you. Thank you. Um, change what you're doing um, because they mean nothing. And I guarantee <laughs> those people don't have a podcast and would never have like the fucking like nads to put one out. So mm. don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. Just like Kevin DePore says. <laughs> so thanks baby girl. Um, Jeff. Yeah, so don't, don't let <laughs> He's like, shut the fuck up. No, I love, I love hearing this girl talk. <laughs> Listen, I go to sleep with Annabelle. Okay. <laughs> I go to sleep with Annabelle. Oh. Whoa! I put on old I episodes. Said, I, I thought you said I want to sleep with Annabelle. I was like, damn. I said I go to sleep with Annabelle. Really? <laughs> Please. There'd be no, there'd be no sleeping going on, right? <laughs> Ryan. Um, I think that like so it's funny because I actually think that I have gotten good advice. I just simply haven't taken it. <laughs> um, a lot of people <laughs> from the get go were like, "Be cons- I've oh, that's the biggest piece that I ever heard from." either people that did podcasts or agents and things like that, which is be consistent, release it on the same day, every week, blah, blah, blah. That's why I'm doing like this. That's why I'm recording every episode first. That way I'm not waiting around for a guest or waiting to think of a topic. It's all just going to be there. Yeah, and that's honestly probably my biggest flaw. Um, Even this week, like I had to take a a week off because I'm ill. So things like that happen. Um, I need to get better at that. Actually, what I'm going to start doing, I think, because it works well, um, because manic, like manic Mondays, and so I'll just release them on Mondays. That's great, that's, but I need to like be consistent because that's key. Okay, yeah. All right, and then for my oracle here, my local uh, sidekick, Ryan predicted I would start a show. He predicts I'm gonna be <laughs> um, dried out and done by December. Any advice for me? <laughs> no, I, I uh, two two pieces of advice uh, is that um, only it's like we were talking about with uh, memes earlier. It's like your voice is your voice. It's nobody else can do your voice. I don't mean the timber or the quality of it, but like the content you create, (laughs) do not ever try to like, don't try to copy money. Don't try to copy me. Don't try to copy Jeff. Don't try. Like the only place you're ever going to succeed is if you actually land into exactly who you are. And that might take a slow burn to like get people to your speed, but it's the only way that you will actually have staying power. And that's why I think people like Jeff and Annabelle have staying power because it is their voice that nobody else can copy. Nobody, if you try to copy Jeff or Annabelle, you're going to immediately go, oh, that's an Annabelle copy or that's a Jeff copy. And it's not unique. The same thing applies to like any kind of meme account online. You can tell when it's just like, oh, we've all made the same Meredith Marks mask joke. I can't tell one joke from the, you know, the, the, the stuff yeah. I really like is when I feel like I know the person a little bit more because of the joke. Um, and then the second thing is, uh, this is something I tell myself all the time. I don't think you struggle with this, but I struggle with uh, insecurity. And one of my friends told me once uh, about like being a really f- like a big fan or being nervous to approach people or something is that um, you're a part of the game. You know, like you're you don't have to put yourself outside as a fan. These are your peers. 
you know, you're, you're working together, you know, it's like not, you know, don't give everybody so much power all the time. Ooh, I like realize this. that you are a part of this. Like you are a part of this conversation. We're trying to make the best podcast or the best conversation. I want to make you shine. Hopefully you'll make me shine. And we do that together. But if you're already coming from it, from this power dynamic of, holy shit, I just, you're the best that I've ever, and I can't, I'm not worthy of this. Then you're completely going to end up failing, or you're just going to make it so miserable on yourself that you will never enjoy the process. Oh my God, that's so true. I mean, I literally break out in hives every time I go to text you. So it's funny you say but that. See, but, 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 but that, that, that's the thing is that you can't, this is something you have to constantly remind yourself. It's like a daily battle for me and I fail a lot still. But the thing is like, you just got to keep working on it. It's like a muscle, like anything else. And right. yeah, you're right. Nobody can do it. Okay. Hi kittens. Welcome to Adeline Conference. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad about that. <laughs> All right. You feel the animals plug yourselves, please. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> All right, uh, kids, uh, go to iTunes and subscribe to Adderall and Compliments and any of the episodes with Jeff or Ryan are um, my favorite, <laughs> so I recommend those. Uh, sorry, I was muting myself to cough. Um, it's okay, plug yourself. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> at It's Jeff Epstein on all social media platforms, meaning Twitter and Instagram. Um, I don't talk talk because I don't even know what that is. And then... Um, Oh, sorry. Oh, the question. Um, oh, and then my podcast is <laughs> yes. Manic with Jeff Epstein. <laughs> and I heard we can get 15% off at your merch store right now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you can. Um, Apopgoggles.com, 15% off with code. Um, the shirts are very good quality. I see, have some. I oh. bought them myself. I did not get a friend discount at all. I <laughs> them. Uh, it wasn't offered. They, <laughs> yeah, they, it was not offered. Um, but yeah, they are excellent, excellent quality. I'm very um, specific about what type of um, soft clothes I sleep in, and they are excellent. I have the um, Marlo, uh, mm. Marlo shirts. Appreciate the feedback. You did interrupt the discount code. The discount code is manic for fifteen percent <laughs> off, all lowercase. Yes, and if you don't want to order online, you can find the shirts in the back of Jeff's car in the trunk when he's leaving Applebee's. So you know, on his way out. You can grab a shirt out the trunk. No, we don't keep anything in the car. Waste it down. I took my spare tire out too. Oh, damn. Okay. Never mind. Buy it online. Ryan, where can we find you? Uh, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey is the podcast, and and it's the same as the Instagram handle, and that's that's it. But I mean, I'd also suggest for you guys listening, if you haven't heard like any of us, go to things like uh, the ones that are timeless. Like you know, Jeff talks a lot about like or like Alexis. You got you had Alexis Nyers on. Like you can you, you have these things or like. Annabelle, I would start with like the twilight breakdowns, you know, because they're not, it's not something day and date. You can listen to those at any time. And it's not something that you have to be caught up on like what's happening today, you know? Right. I think that's why it's good that we've been covering nostalgic stuff too, is because yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, when, oh, we're done with the advice thing, but yeah, don't. No, I mean, (laughs) share it. Go ahead. Share it. I'm all ears. (laughs) No, but my podcast is uh, much like me and my medications as fluctuated. Um, and changed uh, throughout the five years. Um, and yeah, like, however, you if you start with something doesn't mean you have to continue the exact same way, like throughout your entire podcast, you're like, I want to try something different for this episode. Like you can and don't be afraid to like, try different things that you want. And if you think that somebody won't like it, um, 
you just like think of like that Sharknado guy and how many people like supported that and gave like millions of dollars behind Congrats that. Congrats on Sharknado 19. And how many people, you know, and like that starred Jax Taylor on one of them. So, you know, it's like uh, just whatever you think that you, if you like it, other people will like it. And, um, oh, the advice that Jackie Schimmel gave to me when I- Jackie Schimmel. Hi, Jackie. Um, she said, no matter how bad you think your episodes are, um, she's like, put them out anyway. <laughs> I love Oh, that. wow. Oh, I've never God. not put one out. Never <laughs> not put one out. So, love it. Consistent. Yeah, so just um, put it out. <laughs> wait, real quick, guys. I just yes. commented on some, some cute boy's picture, and I said, such cute energy. Is that weird? Yeah. Ooh, boo. I know. Fuck, I'm freaking out now. Should I unsend it? It's 2021. Let it go. Yeah, put the fax machine emoji instead. Such cute. Ugh. But Context of the picture and video, please. It's fine. It's Look fine. at the picture. He's such a cutie. Wait, wait, guys, guys. Also, on Jeff's Instagram, sometimes you can see his pubes, by the way. <laughs> what? So that's a bonus. If you, fo- if you follow Jeff on Instagram, he does like pube shots almost. Some soft core action. Entirely false. I don't agree with that. Look that at is, you can see his happy trail in like half of those photos. That's some like, soft core action. Okay. Um, that's like, fuck, I'm so fucking, god damn it. We love that. You have energy, Jeff. Oh my God. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Annabelle. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you to everyone who is listening to this, who will be listening. All the things. Uh, this has been the season finale. And I can't wait to see you guys next year. I heard it's going to be a wild and wicked year. You know, you love me. XOXO. Um, I don't know why I went there. <laughs> this is not Gossip Girl. But guys, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I have to go back on the ventilator. Thank you so much for having us. This was great. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.